What's going on, everybody? And welcome to the other side of the Firewall Podcast, where we talk about the latest great cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shannon Todd. What's up? What's up? And Chris Abacon. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? So welcome to another episode. So Monday, Tuesday are topics, Wednesday discussion. Thursdays, Ask Us SP. Uh, it should be rolling for the next few weeks. Uh, you know, we, I think we're very blessed that people want to uh, to come to the show. So keep that up. Definitely appreciate that. And then Fridays, everything else. Movies, books, games, all that other stuff. Uh, not cybersecurity related. But without further ado, I'll give it to Shannon. All right, everybody. So this next article is from fortune.com. It's written by Frank Bajak and the Associated Press. The title of this one is Microsoft says Iran, North Korea, Russia, and China are beginning to use generative AI in offensive cyber attacks, right? So should we be by should we be surprised by this, right? Like we kind of knew this is where this is where it was all gonna head to, right? Like if we didn't if we didn't see it coming on our own, we knew it was happening just by the movies, right? Like movies movies and the Simpsons seem to be eerily prescient. You know what's on what's going to happen, but this is this is what's going on. So Microsoft said it detected and disrupted instances of U.S. adversaries, right, which was chiefly Iran and North Korea, um, and a little bit of Russia and China. Uh, they're using or attempting to exploit uh, generative artificial intelligence um, developed by Microsoft, right, um, to mount or research offensive cyber operations, right. So what's a little bit different about this is that. They're doing it for offensive cyber operations. Usually this is a defensive type thing, right? So like when people are using generative AI, it's in a defensive uh, posture, right? They see something, um, use the AI to figure out how to combat it, right? But they're doing it a little bit different with these other countries, right? So Microsoft got them like, hey, you guys are using, I believe it was open, it was open AI's chat GPT, right? Is what what they were using, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yes. Chat GPT. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they've invested a bunch of money. Microsoft's invested a bunch of money in the in the open AI, right? So uh they're just like, hey, the North Korean group, uh and they even they call them out like specifically, right? They say Kim Kimsuki um is is using the model to research foreign think tanks, um, right? So like they're going after those guys because you know the think tanks, think tanks are all the rage now, right? So like you got all these people that are stand up think tanks to try to combat these different issues and things that right. are coming, right? So why not do that, right? Like why not go that route? Whether it be um, a think tank for how to combat different things when it comes to politics, right? Because I, I can guarantee you, uh, geopolitical is a lot of what they're going after here, right? Like trying to trying to take care of those different things and watch us eat ourselves alive, right? Um, <laughs> right. Um, um, Iran's Revolutionary Guard, right? They they're using it um, uh, for for different types of things that they're doing, phishing emails, things of that nature, and that's probably going to be one of the big ones, right? It's the phishing emails because um, we're we're already seeing it where those things sound. Way sound and look way well, I shouldn't say sound look way better than what they used to, right? Remember, you could be able to tell quickly, right? When you know proper grammar is not used and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Well, that's we're gonna get away from that with open AI, right? It's gonna sound very good, it's gonna sound very well put together when you read it, right? You're like, okay, this seems legit, right? Um, all those other things you can look out for, but yeah, these different countries, they they're saying exactly what they're doing, right? They got the names of them. Russian GRU military intelligence unit, fancy bears out there doing stuff. And and for them, right, it's Russia, right? So what do you think they're dealing with? Ukraine, right? So um they're researching satellite and radar technologies, right, to help them with what's going on in Ukraine, because that's been a that's been a bear for two years now, right? Like we hit the two year mark. Is it the end of this month, February? I can't remember in February when it was. I'm pretty sure it was February, but 
it's been a long drawn out war. They didn't think they'd have to they'd have to deal with, but now this is going to help them try to get that that upper hand, right? And then you got Chinese cyber espionage, right? Like they're doing different things with it. So uh, th- th- this is one of those things where even if people didn't think this was where it was going to come, th- this is where this could come. Like this is where we're at, right? Like I want to say I want to say even Elon Musk was talking about this years ago when when um, AI was was brought up, right? Because it was one of his friends that. Um, developed one of the early AI uh, instances, and he was like, "Yeah, this this could be an issue for us in the future, right?" This is Elon, right? The guy that has cars that drive themselves is saying this, you know, that makes cars that drive themselves. But this is where we are, right? Open AI. I've, I've said it before. I'll say it again. It'll be the death of us, right? Technology will kill us all, and this is how it happens. This is how it starts, right? Not not to be a fear monger, but Chris, what's your thoughts on this, man? I mean, yeah, I mean. You're kind of segmenting down in my talking points, specifically regarding hey, like we we have this dilemma of security, and then you got innovation, right? So whenever something gets innovative, whenever something's new, there's always going to be a threat actor or somebody of that you know malicious nature to be able to use that specific technology against you know good or you know unassuming people. So I, I was just thinking about it as you're talking about it, the ChatGPT, all those large language models, they help in scripting. Right. While ChatGPT may not, you know, necessarily assist in, oh, type in, they they will give you an output of, I want you to hack this system. Right. They're not going to do that because ChatGPT does have those uh, controls in place. But I I think that you know people are smart enough to be able to just say, hey, I want a script for this. Right. They can ask. It's going to help so many hackers write their scripts, write their code. So so much more efficiently, so that and it it's it's really a it it really makes them more efficient. Just like it makes you know employees more efficient with their work roles, it's going to be the same thing for uh, threat adversaries. It's going to make them more efficient as well. Um, but but back in discussion, right? So there's going to be a, there's always going to be some type of tension between somebody that's creating something new, but there's always going to be a you know, and then being able to secure that through robust security protocols to prevent misuse. You know, it's it's kind of one of those things. It's like the you know invention of the atomic bomb, right? You know, it's it's supposed to be for nuclear power. It's supposed to be for good, right? But at the end of the day, somebody's going to be able to use that for malicious roles. Um, what was interesting is the the use for the Iranian Revolutionary Guard, right? Using AI and social engineering. I, I really think that's what like you were, as you were saying, that that's really what we need to be educated on as, you know, just regular Americans to be able to spot this type of stuff, really, usually coming up with the education thing, right? I think um, ed- educating our, you know, populace is important, but then really, now I'm thinking about it, like, social engineering, it's going to have, we all see misinformation out there from, you know, threat actors, events, persistent threats, things like that, but now it's going to get to the point where, misinformation to, you know, potentially, um, potentially uh, change elections, right? Change the tides of elections. It's just going to get to that level of, you know, warfare. It's, 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 it is pretty scary. Like you're saying, there's a lot of, there's a lot of potential ways things can go sideways. And, you know, I may not think AI is going to be the death of us all, but it's going to definitely accelerate. (laughs) It's it's only a matter of time, Chris. You're, you're still yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm too happy. <laughs> right, right. So again, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. I always forget to say. Um, 
Yeah, we're this is only the beginning. Um, I'm very, I'm still very optimistic on a, uh, AI, only because I'm I'm that guy who likes tech. I can't wait mm -hmm. to see where this goes. Like, there's some real crazy stuff that they they built. Uh, we talked a little bit offline about the uh, the new Sora. So Sora S O R A is able to make one minute long generative video based on prompts. You just say, "Hey, I want you to give me a drone shot of Tuscany," and then uh, it 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 makes it <laughs> it looks so good but then you, if you get too into the weeds like they had one where it was like uh a grandmother celebrating her 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 birthday surrounded by family and it looked really good until you start to really stare and you're like those hands aren't moving right those fingers don't look quite accurate but it is one thousand percent better than it was a year ago and only one year it looks almost spot on so just think of next year and next year five years down the line you will not be able to tell the difference and it's watermarked to for the so to protect us or whatever but uh people will learn how to remove that like we we learn how to do that uh every time a new product comes out like how do i remove this this watermark how do i remove whatever it lets you know where it came from right the metadata how do i manipulate that to get rid of this that's only a matter of future as well so uh it will be disruptive it it is it is a technology that we thought was going to be a fad you're like nah ai we've been talking about that forever this is just a, a clever chatbot like no this is actually real tech and it, it will make an impact on our future so how we protect ourselves from that how, like like chris said the, there are guardrails to keep you from saying hey make me um write me a script for this type of virus All right you can't directly ask but you can say, hey, can you help me make this part of my script more efficient? And if it's benign, it will. It'll be like, okay, here, you should do this. You should fix that. Uh, how do we get around that? It would be monitoring. And that gets really into big brother territory, right? Like, mm -hmm. so you can, I think, I think you can have an instance of your own uh Bing or or like I said, like I said be copilot, right? You have your own instance of copilot, you have your own instances of certain things where you don't feed back into Microsoft. You don't you don't give them that information. Kind of like if you have a new phone or a new uh gaming console, like send send my data to uh you know the mothership to to help them with uh uh better fixing errors and things of that nature. I think you can opt out of that. Um so I don't know how much it's actually paying attention to what you are doing outside of the guardrails. But obviously, Microsoft's already thrown up the flag saying, hey, these uh, the state actors are already using it to do these things. And they're, there's, they're, they've already learned how to circumvent a lot of the guardrails to, to do what they want to do with it. Um, I know with Sora, they're saying that they don't want it to be used for political reasons because it will confuse people, right? You could say, I want the president to say this or I want the former president to say that, and it will make it for you. Um, I think they're working on making it not able to do that. Like maybe there'll be uh, some kind of guardrail to say it can't use real people, right? It has to generate new people. Uh, so maybe that's a thing, uh, but it's coming for all of, all of our jobs, right? Actresses, actors, uh, voice talent, because uh, it's already being used in games and people are not happy about that. Uh, scripting, coding, uh, security, Right, it's a big thing now where they're they're uh, starting to automate a lot of assessment things of that nature. So they come from my job, <laughs> so I have to I have to learn how AI works so I can find a new. I have to be able to say, okay, well, I now I'm a prompt creator or something like that. Right, uh, either you have to be a person who harnesses and makes the tool better, 
or you, you're going to be replaced by it. It's coming for everything. Music, it's it's already they're already generating music with it. Uh, it's it's a, it's it's both amazing and kind of scary. So again, you have to you have to figure out like, am I going to be replaced by AI? Is AI going to be a danger to me? Uh, would be another conversation. And how do I spot those little watermarks? Like, how can I tell this email really came from my bank, or if it is uh, a bad actor using AI in some some circumstance? And, and here's the thing: the social engineering, right? Like, you're not you're not gonna have to try hard anyway, right? Because people are gonna believe what they already have a preconceived notion of, right? So, yeah, like, sure. some, if someone does even if it's a terrible rendition you know of, of, of a president saying something that they already believe they're not gonna look too hard right it already it already uh confirms their beliefs that they already had right that's why social engineering is so easy um because people want to believe it i find myself falling prey to it sometimes right i'm like yeah that's what i thought then i'm like no 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 yeah. shannon you know always read three sources right <laughs> like go to the opposite side go to that view and then try to find one in the middle right mm. that's, how, that's how i try to do it to, to keep to keep grounded but sometimes you see something you're like yep Yep, I knew it. I knew it. And like, ah, yeah. get away from that. You know, they got me. Yep. Yeah. So I, I don't know how I'm gonna get it because yeah, because uh, uh, what was it back in the early 2000s? I was in Germany, so I was watching um a news program, and it was it was actually really good, right? It had all American anchors, uh, and they were discussing topics uh, about about the U.S. and the world, right? It was like kind of like on BBC type territory. Um, and they started to talk about uh, Blacks in America and just the, the strife and struggle. They had some articles on women in the South. Uh, they had another one on uh, Black fathers and how they're they're never uh, highlighted in, in, in you know, a, a good light in the States. And they had all these really unique articles that are really speaking to me. I thought I was Russian news. <laughs> RT, so, right? It, it was, was RT. RT. <laughs> I, I was like, man, this is this is great. So I, I tried to Google where I could find it in the States so I could keep watching it. And then it was like Russian television. I was like, well, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> because of they they can like again, like how how do you target people? You find those who are disenfranchised, do you give them the information that they want? So I wanted to see that type of news because I don't see it in the States. And then I watched it long enough, and then there's a couple articles later that talk about how the U.S. is beating up the Chinese economy, how the U.S. is not playing nice with Russia in these regards, right? So they're trying to uh, they're trying to pull me to their side and give me their their perspective. But how do they get their foot in the door? They gave me what I was looking for. I wasn't being provided in the states. Brilliant. So we can only imagine the, the use of AI with that as well. It's it's what made Malcolm X so successful, right? I don't say that in jest either, right? Like he was sitting there talking to people about the struggles they were going to and things that they need to be happening right so when you're talking to that like people understand it they want to hear it they want to get more of that right that's why he can sell out those arenas he was in when he went to speak right same yeah. type of same type of thing and i'm not saying he's a propagandist or anything like that but the same principle like you're like yes i know that to be the case right so like mm -hmm. give me more of that and that's what he did right malcolm x did in the late 50s to the mid 60s right so yeah, so uh, it's it's only a matter of time. Like uh, we've already gone over, so might as well keep talking. Uh, it's only <laughs> a matter of time before it it does start to become really disruptive. Like we're only like we're right on the fringe. Like we're starting to feel it a little bit. That's what technology does. Like when something new comes in, it doesn't necessarily always replace what was before it because like it, we're we're still going to need people who are going to be authors. We're still going to need people to make movies. We're still going to need people to uh, you know do the jobs they do. But this will be something like you can't like you can't exist without a phone now. Everyone has to have a phone. 
Like everyone has to have the internet. Everyone has to have these things. I think it's going to be the same thing for AI. It will be attached to us in some circumstance and you will always need it. Uh, so it is the future. You cannot get rid of it. We can't walk it back. Can't, can't put it back in the box. This thing exists now. So what what all that entails, I don't I don't know. But it this is we're going into we will see it this year, but it will not be as bad as the next election year and the one after that and so on and so mm -hmm. forth. Like this will just be the first tip of the iceberg and it will be crazy. It's it's kind of like Sonny and iRobot, right? Like he 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 can only we're we're past this point now, but he he was just recreating what was given to him in his dreams, right? By his creator, yeah. right? And he has that scene where he's asking uh, Will Smith he's, about the masterpiece. He's like, "Can you create a masterpiece?" And he asks him, "Can you?" Like we're getting past that point, right? Like this, the, the AI is creating the masterpieces. That's what's happening, right? Like yeah. what people want to see and things that they appreciate. So we're already past that. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, so I'm gonna start using it. Like I, I, I guarantee you. Like for the uh, when it comes to production, like I've always been hesitant to hire people to do specific things because it's like cost pro prohibitive outside of like Fiverr, like maybe five thumbnails, like to have somebody on, like to, to actually have a staff member, like I need you to audit, I need you to, to do the audio, I need you to do the video, I need you to do the thumbnails, I need you to do the art. Like now I can just buy a suite of, in this case, Microsoft products or whomever, and it will do all the above. It will make me my B-roll, it will make me um, you know, uh, if I if I want to change the theme music and things of that nature, like this will be a thing, and it will be extremely, extremely cheaper than hiring a person. So, what does that? What what will that disrupt as well, right? Because uh, there will be people who will be anti AI, uh, and starting to already see it because it is coming for certain aspects of people's. Like, I don't if I am an actor, a a model, a voice actor, I don't want it to be in my territory because not only is it competition, but also it can do some things that it should not be doing, right? Like it should, right, can't, shouldn't be replicating people's faces and voices and things of that nature. Uh, you have to create new things, new actors, like virtually and things of that nature. And then that goes into like, if you have all these people on the payroll that you don't have to pay, <laughs> they're gonna replace real actors, right? Once they get the teeth and the eyes and the fingers together, man, listen, it is over, it's a wrap. So that is what the future holds. So I'll probably split this episode into two. Um, thank you for, for tuning in. Definitely continue to tune in uh, to all of our episodes. Again, Monday, Tuesday, our topics, Wednesday, discussion. Thursdays, everything else, movies, books, games, all that good stuff. Uh, hit up the uh, the websites that go by our name. Uh, you can also hit me up personally. I'm at RyRy Security Guy. That's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy. You can find me on LinkedIn, Clubhouse, Twitter, and Threads. And you, Chris? You can find me on LinkedIn under Chris Abacon, last name is spelled A Bacon. There it is. Stay safe, stay secure.